on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. It's a special late night. Well, yeah, on today on tonight's episode of Locked On Lightning, we have it's a late Halloween edition. Not really a Halloween edition. Just happens to be recorded on Halloween night. I'm recording this at 7:22 Halloween night. Uh, today's episode, we'll be talking about Steven Stamkos being moved over to the center position. What does that mean for the rest of the team going forward? And then we'll just talk about the upcoming matchup tomorrow against the Washington Capitals. All that and more on today's episode. Before we get into things, please like and subscribe to this podcast. Follow us wherever podcasts are distributed. Uh, give us a follow on Instagram at LO, uh, lockdown underscore lightning. Give us a follow at LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Give me a follow at Danky Dank, D E N K Y D 8 N K on Twitter. Always happy to hear from all of you. So without further ado, let's play that music. I'm your host, Adam Danker. What's up, everybody? Happy Halloween. If you're listening to this Sunday night, this episode's coming out Sunday night on Halloween. Hope everybody had a safe and happy Halloween. Uh, I played it pretty low-key this year. I, I'm i just, you know, it's weird. I'm not into the, really so much into the whole dressing up part of it. I'm more so into just like the movies and all that stuff. Uh, my favorite movie is Halloween, the first one, the OG one, all the other ones that follow afterwards. Eh, they're all right. Uh, why don't you tweet out to us on the show? Cause I'm curious what everybody's Halloween tastes are. I tweeted out something that was sort of controversial along Twitter, <clears throat> among the locked on host actually, that I said, and I firmly believe this, I will die on this hill that the Nightmare Before Christmas is not a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas movie because it's called the, the title is The Nightmare Before Christmas and not The Nightmare Before Halloween. And and I feel like the movie trying to double dip into both genres uh, doesn't count. It's quite frankly, kind of selfish. Uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about that on the Lockdown NHL uh, national show this week with my co-host Chris Masilli from Lockdown Apps. I'm curious what, as to what he will say with that. But on to the hockey stuff on today's episode. Obviously, we're going to start things out with Steven Stamkos is getting moved to the center spot, which I like him. I, I think he's very effective and he's able to get to the circle a lot more and you can obviously see it with the start that he's had to the season he's able to score more but this team is really really struggling down the middle uh, they have not been able to get anything really going down the middle they've had not to out of all their chances that they've had this season they've maybe had a handful of goals that they've been able to score um, 
especially in front of the net. And I think Steven Stamkos' expertise, especially with, you know, and they're going to also, we also have guys moving uh, to the outside as well. And we'll talk about that uh, as we go along. But go back to Stammer. And I think this goes, the reasoning for this move, other than getting other people going on the wing, I mean, Moving Matthew Joseph up to the second line on the right right wing position, I think that's absolutely a great spot for him. I think he just Matthew Joseph is really the personification of lightning in a bottle on this team. Uh, he is one of those guys, and we've seen it numerous times throughout his career and his tenure with the most notably with the Lightning, is that he's able to turn a breakaway out of nothing. And he's so good at forcing over turnovers in the neutral zone. And being able to get him wide out like that and down on the rush with his kind of speed, I think is going to really, really, really help out this 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 team going forward. I really think that this is something that is really going to help him individually. I think he's really going to get going. And we, like I've stated on the last couple episodes, that really where it comes down to, it's all about getting guys going, getting to a groove of things. And that's and I think that's really something that Coach Cooper is trying to do with this move at Stamkos. Other than the fact that, let's face it, the Lightning's face-off percentage this year, it's not good. It's not been good whatsoever and this team quite frankly needs to do a better job um, thus far this team is 51% which is alright uh, all things considered but I feel like they they lose and, and I'm not saying like as a team the face off percentages is bad I'm saying in certain spots uh, this team is unable to win the puck, especially in their own zone. And that's what you need off the faceoff. You need people who could take control in the faceoff circle. And I like what also with the other move, with the with the little move that happened today. And I don't know if maybe some of you who are in the whole doing the whole Halloween festivities, but Cal Foot was uh, called up from Syracuse. Which I, if you listen to the last episode of Locked On Lightning, I love. Calfoot. I love Calfoot. I think he has an absolute banger of a slap shot from the blue line. I think he's very smart with the puck. He has great vision. And I think he's one of those guys that could potentially, if he hasn't already, I think it's just a matter of him just getting enough ice time. He's one of those guys that could potentially develop into a quarterback, what we kind of see from Hedman. Not on the same level of playing both sides pretty well, but I think Cal Foote will definitely be more of a of an offensive defenseman. Whereas Victor Hedman obviously is a two-way defender. He is just so good on both sides of the ice. And then Mikhail Sergachev also as well. I think he's obviously evolved over these past couple of years into a, a, a good two-way defenseman, especially on the defensive side of things and even on the power play. And I think that's really what the thinking is here, and I hope that's the thinking, is to, is to see what Cal Foot could do if he could maybe they'll switch him off um, throughout the next couple of games or maybe he's just up as kind of like a like an extra body on the bench which is fine I mean I don't think that Cooper is really gonna switch out Schuster 
uh, on that third line and take him away from Sergachev. He's played pretty well since he's played uh, since he came up to the NHL level, and there's no way that he's going to touch that Hedman Ruta line or the McDonough Chernak line either. So really, you know, this is really what's going to come down to is really Calfoot being able to make the most of the small and brief chances that he might be getting. So stay tuned for that. But going back to the Steven Stamkos thing, I think really what it comes down to with him in the center position is really, you know, bringing that leadership type role. And as we all know, is that games are not only one in the neutral zone and in the corners along the boards, but it's one in the faceoff circle. We saw it two years ago in the playoffs. That huge, you know, that that was that was a very tight game, and the, yeah, the Lightning were up uh, two nothing, but still, uh, Mitchell Stevens winning the the uh, the faceoff in in the uh, their own zone and being able to clear the puck against Dallas in the Cup Finals to clinch the game. You know, it's moments like that, and that kind of that kind of performance in the faceoff circle is what this team needs throughout this season. And and I think that they're looking for someone to kind of manage that and and kind of set the tone. And Steven Stamkos obviously has a ton of experience doing that, so we'll have to see how that pays off down the road. Um, so. We'll talk about more about these line changes in just a little bit. But first, let's talk about one of today's sponsors, one of tonight's sponsors, and that is BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball, football, hockey, baseball, you got it, anything, all the action this season. Head to their new updated desktop or mobile website site to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use their use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. Bet online is fastest and easiest way to bet bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. And we're back here on Locked On Lightning talking more about these line changes, which I am very intrigued and I am reading this off right now remind you i i am recording this episode and putting it out sunday night around 7 35 because we have been talking the last couple episodes on how really the lightning not only need to start playing more of that championship brand of hockey which we've seen them in their last couple of wins and and that's why they've won at these games by a large margin is because they're bringing that type of championship hockey and they need to start playing the kind of offense that we've accustomed to seeing them play so the projected lines for tomorrow's game against Washington right now I mean this is subject to change but the lines go as follows so the first line is Kalorn uh, Point Sorelli point down the middle and then you have Palat, Stamkos, Joseph Maroon, Colton, Perry Bear Boulay Edward Belmare and Radish I like the first two lines, I really like I stated before, I think Joseph on the wing is paired up with Stamkos and Palat is just going to be really fun to watch really really fun to watch I really expect his points 
and uh, his goal to his goal number is to go way up, get a little bit of a bump. Sorelli, I I just like him. On I know he's he's he's, he's done his time. He's he's really built upon his game, and he struggled quite a bit in the faceoff circle. And maybe we're starting to think maybe he's better off on the wing, and that's what it's looking like. So that's probably why Cooper stuck him out on the wing. You know, let Point go in for the faceoffs for a bulk of that. As we all know, Brandon Point is just dynamite down the middle. So, and then my the most interesting line. I really like Colton Perry and Maroon. My only problem with this is I'd prefer to have Maroon back down on the fourth with Radish and Edouard Belnair and switch Baraboulet up. You have a little bit of firepower up there because here's the thing. Like, if you have Maroon, Colton, and Perry, yeah, for the most part, that's a bruiser line. With between Perry and Maroon, with you know Perry having the ability to score, and he's out wide instead of in the, down in the middle, which we'll probably still see him kind of park down in front of the front of the net where he's so good, and we've seen him have a bunch of chances and just hasn't been able to capitalize on any of those. But I don't want Ross. I, I want to see Ross Colton evolve into a scorer, which we've. We know we've seen flashes of the talent and the skill that he is able to score when the ice is open for him. And maybe that's part of the reasoning here. Maybe going down the middle, especially on the break, chances more than not, you have a lot more space to do what you need to do. And But at the same time, I, I don't know how I feel with him playing center. I feel like that's... And, and, Anybody who's followed the game of hockey for a long time, the center position for a young player, especially one like Ross Colton, who's going, who's in his second year, it's a tough position. It takes a while for young players to really, really be able to handle the responsibility of playing down the middle, play the center position. You know, that, that's why in the NHL, you don't see many rookies or young players play the center position. That's kind of a, a role or a position that you either you, you mold into over time. So I feel like him, you know, and he, then again, he, at the same time, he also has the third best faceoff percentage. But we'll have to see how uh, how maybe if that number goes up or down now that he's a, a different spot on the ice. Um, but yeah, I, I think Bear Belay should play on the third line. I think he's just, he has such an upside and upside potential in what he could do with putting the puck in the back of the neck, net. And I think that really, even though the Lightning are not playing for the division in terms of winning it, which they shouldn't be, uh, right now they're in the <clears throat> they're in the wild card spot, so that's fine. You know they're they're starting to get better in terms of the standings, and I'd rather just you know them still stick with the mentality. Let's just get in and see what happens. But I still think that John Cooper should go out there with the mentality of just just absolute guns blazing offense. I think if you just go out there and make the best possible lines. 
I don't mind having the fourth line be the bruiser line between Maroon, Edward Bill, Edward Billner, and Radish. I don't I don't mind having Radish on that fourth line to kind of be the scorer. I, I I'd rather, like I said, have Bear Boulay. Colton Perry because you have two guys like Bear Boulay and Perry playing on the same line guess what that opens up things a lot more for Ross Colton to be able to score and I wouldn't be surprised if going forward that John Cooper will play around and try that line at one point so keep an eye out for that Um, still very early on in the season I still think that this team they have yet to really been tested, you know, because they haven't really been playing their brand of hockey. We've only seen it so suddenly. They get a shot at the Washington Capitals tomorrow, which the Capitals have been playing very well. Alexander Ovechkin is just playing out of his mind, and, and I'm really curious as to when we're going to really see him start to show his age. I think out of all the players in the National Hockey League, Alexander Ovechkin is probably one of the top five he's definitely the top five player that scares me the most in this league just because he could score two goals in the span of a minute I I mean I've made many comparisons between him and Stamkos I feel like Stamkos is what Ovechkin is what Stamkos could have been if Stamkos had stayed healthy consistently throughout his career uh, they play the same game. They, they, they both rely on that left circle for that one-timer. But, yeah, I, I just think that, really, tomorrow night, that's going to be the focus of the game is can the Tampa Bay Lightning contain Alexander Ovechkin and make these other players on the Washington Capitals work for it, work for a W? And we'll talk about that to end the show. Uh, but first, let's talk about one of today's other sponsors, tonight's other sponsor, and that is Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible for you to go to your local auto chain store, find the parts that you need. Why endure the often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have you have the computers at home. You have the access to rockauto.com and it or in your pocket on your phone so save time and money when using rockauto.com you could save 30 50 or even 100 percent more on different parts on the same parts in this store as you or as you would uh through another chain store rockauto.com most importantly is a family business love family businesses you know why you got to trust family businesses because guess what they've been around for a long time they know what they're doing and they always look out for your best interests so they have everything you need as well that's brake parts tail lamps motor oil and even new carpet go and explore their easy to use website to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com 
All right, wrapping things up with a third and final segment here on Locked on Lightning, the greatest, uh, the, the show. We are the greatest show just because for all Tampa Bay Lightning hockey because we have the greatest fans in the world. And I just want to thank each and every one of you that listened to us and that have been with us from the very beginning as well as ones, some of you or some of you, a number of you that have been joining us for the first time. Uh, you continue to just absolutely kill it with the listenership. Remember to download uh, and like and subscribe. And if you listen to us on an app, whether that's Google Play, Spotify, or iTunes, whatever, uh, go ahead and turn on those notifications. So as soon as an episode drops, you will get the notification. You could listen to it right at that moment. Please go ahead and do that. We really appreciate all the support and the continued support that you give us on a daily basis. So let's talk about wrapping up the show the Washington Capitals a team like I've said I stated I believe in the preseason that they are a team that I am surprised has yet to really show their age for the most part they are a very old team as compared to other teams around the NHL and that that is just because they they've been relying on the same group of guys for the most part the same core for all these years most notably Alexander Ovechkin uh, the Lightning will I mean excuse me the Capitals will be out uh, be without TJ Yoshi uh, he is out with a lower body injury and he was placed on injured reserve and he the Capitals announced that he is week to week so we will see who knows maybe he'll play for this one I doubt he will I just think that you know you're just going to try and give this guy you're not going to try and rush him back anytime soon so we'll wait we'll, we're going to wait and see what happens with him but like I stated before the break the Lightning still have to contain the grade eight and that is Alexander Ovechkin who it, it is really unbelievable what kind of tear he is off to right now he is through the first eight games nine goals 15 points plus minus of a seven uh, just unbelievable what this guy could do and continue to do you know I stated before the break that yeah he has a similar game to, uh, to Stamkos which I don't really need to tell you I think anybody who is really watch hockey unless you're new to the game for the first time Alexander Ovechkin is just I you know I I have to say and I'm not going to turn this into the Alexander Ovechkin praise show but if I needed a guy to take one shot from the circle from the left side on a one timer to win a game and that was my only chance I would pick him because he's the best to ever do it and Stamkos I believe is right behind him and I like I stated before the break Steven Stamkos, if he would have stayed healthy his entire career, we might be at the end of both their careers, might be talking about how these guys are not too different. So, but you also have other guys, <clears throat> excuse me, that the Lightning need to work, uh, watch out for. Yevgeny Kuznetsov, who is, he, his numbers look good, five goals, 12 points. Not really the same player that a lot of people would have expected him to be if you would have judged those numbers he had during their cup run a couple of years back as opposed to the last couple of years. The one player that 
is really going to annoy a lot of Lightning fans tomorrow night, and that's going to be Tom Wilson. And you're going to see a lot of Tom Wilson and Patrick Maroon tomorrow night. Tom Wilson, as we all know, probably one of the better agitators around the National Hockey League, and he really does a lot of questionable things that land him in hot water with the league. Uh, and most notably and recently that incident that happened in New York last season with the Rangers slamming Artemi Panarin to the ice. A player that I really think the Lightning should uh, keep an eye on and Lightning fans who are watching this game tomorrow night uh, look out for. And that is Anthony Manta. He was newly acquired last year. Uh, number 39 for the Capitals. Just He was tr- uh, acquired in a trade last year from the Detroit Red Wings. So the, light, the Lightning fans should be a little bit you know, familiar with him. I think he's just an absolute bulldozer. I, I think the Lightning need to bottle him up in the neutral zone because he's the kind of player where he's not only big and he, get, he knows how to handle the puck, but if he gets a ton of momentum behind him in the neutral zone, I mean, it's going to be very hard to stop him at the blue line. So they really need to suffocate him any, and stand him up at any chance they get. In net tomorrow will be Ilya Samsonov, probably. Uh, he is their their top goaltender, their young goaltender. Uh, really start really going to be the first year that the Lightning are going to get a fresh look at him. Five four games played. Uh, let's take a look at his stats. Through four games played, he's three and zero. Nine goals allowed with a save percentage of nine oh four with game, goals against goals allowed against. That's two point four three. And or we might also see Vitek Vansenek. I'm probably mispronouncing that. That's their other star goaltender. Uh, he's he's two and zero, and his save percentage is nine one one with a goals against average of two point two six. So two very good goaltenders. It you know it really comes down to whoever the Capitals choose to throw on the ice. The Lightning will have their, uh, they will have a tough task of scoring tomorrow night, regardless. Uh, but as we all know, they 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 are a very talented team and they are very capable of scoring on whichever goaltender is between the pipes. Because the Lightning, like I've stated on numerous occasions, are the kind of team that could very well drop five six goals if they play to their full t- potential, which we have yet to really see them do consistently. Two games is nice, and it, it is a form of consistency, but can they sustain that after this long pause? That's going to be something to see. You know, How long does it take for this Lightning team to get going after the long break between games? And of course, uh, we'll be following along, and we'll be dropping an episode tomorrow before the game to preview a little bit more of it, as well as talk about some of the things that we might see in tomorrow's game and once again we'll also be dropping an episode on tuesday and i definitely want to be getting some more bonus episodes out so keep an eye out for that so once again that's why it's imperative to like and subscribe follow turn the notifications on follow us on our social media pages download do everything you can to stay on top of these episodes because as soon as you know those episodes you'll be informed and can't wait to get all the news to you because guess what i still i i'm what I've seen thus far the last couple of games, very positive, very, very positive. And I'd be very disappointed if the Lightning come in tomorrow night's game and lay in it. 
especially with the week and the schedule that they have ahead of them in the month of November. So, and, and if you haven't, if you're not aware of, you know, what is ahead of them this month, go back to the last episode. I broke it all down. I spoke about how really the lightning should theoretically be in first place by the end of this month, unless the Panthers never lose a game, which I'd be, I think everybody in the hockey world would be shocked if the Panthers are still undefeated by the end of November. So, but as always, we will talk about it when it comes up. So that's been it for tonight's episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.